Hello and welcome to the 14 Questions Podcast. Or as I'm apt to say, welcome back. Folks. <laughs> For a second. Oh, welcome to the 14 Questions. There was, there was enough of a pause. I, I thought maybe you weren't going to say it at all. You were just going to leave me hanging. No. Yeah. I was like, true. oh my God, is he just, is he, is, is this like the last stand of Dan? Like a quiet protest? No, I'm going to ask you how your weekend was. Oh, it was great. It was great. You know, yeah. same old, same old. Little mini vacation. Uh, yeah, other than that, life is good, yeah. I mean, you know, we did get a few storms. That was fun. And another one's coming, so, you know, it's a thing. Yeah, totally a thing, yeah. right? Yeah. A little Finally bit of highs. Back. Lost some trees, right? Yeah, a lot of people lost power. You know, we uh, we uh, record down here in North Carolina, and we get uh, pummeled. Snow is not as big of a problem as um, freezing freezing ice on large old trees is uh, problematic. Yes, yes, we to have. say the least. In yeah. in parts of the state that aren't western, we have very sandy soil and very tall old growth pines. Uh, so mm-hmm. snow is fine, but. Ice accumulated and all that added weight on a tree with 40 mile an hour winds tends to wreak a little bit of havoc. Yeah, quite a bit. So, you know, they're still cleaning up. So hopefully the power trucks and stuff won't be uh, beeping and running up and down the street. I've been doing it for four days now. And, you know, it's supposed to happen again this weekend. So there you go. Yeah, there you go. It's so If they, they do come by, you know, it'll be like we're live from the scene of a catastrophic one inch of snow. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they're doing live live news and weather reports here on the 14 questions at this point in time. Yeah, I might have to do that one of these fine days. It'd be kind of fun. I mean, why not, right? What are you doing? Yeah. Cool. What are we talking about? Want me to to tell the people? Tell the listeners? Yeah, I mean, go ahead. You, You kind of had a list this week. So here's my list. Because, you know, we're good at covering lots of things. So we're going to cover supply chain. Consumption, greed, human nature, and heists, because we love heists over here. I mean, you know, we, we talk you know, about we talk about heists and thefts from time to time, right? So robberies. These are robberies, actually. Some of them. You know, some of them are some of them aren't. Old school. Well, no, I'm I'm gonna go with capers. You good with capers? Just a little caper. Yeah, there's there's one there's one caper that's rather interesting. But we'll get into that in due time. Yeah, so, you, okay, so we're going to start with trains. So, you know, people have been robbing trains apparently for a long time. It's a thing. Like since the advent and, of the uh, train, right? I mean, pretty much, right? You know, I guess because they're on tracks and it's like, okay, you know. Well, it we makes sense. go I anywhere. Mean, we can get it. You know, trains, trains were used. You know, to transport people, but they were very much used to transport goods and money and mail and supplies. Uh, so the the fact that whether it be raw material or finished goods or actual cash or gold, and it does follow a pretty predetermined route, it kind of makes it mm-hmm. right for the picking. Other than, you know, it's tens of thousands of pounds and moving. And there is that. So I, I came across the this, uh, I'm going to cite this. This was updated August 22, 2018, originally done in August 
or sorry, October 21, 2013. Six daring train robberies from um, Ivan Andrews, the history. This is like history.org or sorry, history.com. So he gets into this, like, you know, there, there's well-known in, in this, in this neck of the woods on this side of the pond. I mean, you get, I'd never heard of this guy, Jesse James. I mean, obviously Butch Cassidy, right? You, You've never heard of Jesse James? Here. I hadn't, no. I mean, I, I guess you, you grew up Canadian, but then you got better. So yeah, J- Jesse James yeah, was boy. almost like, <laughs> he, was, he was like a folk hero. <laughs> Uh, kind of outlaw. Well, they do, but I, I'm not going to give this guy, I'm not giving him folk hero status on this one. There's no way. So this, this, this robbery took place in like 1873 near I- Iowa. And it's, you know, and this is kind of the funny part is that like they figured all this out after, <laughs> after gaining information of the train schedule. So I'm just going to tell folks, maybe <laughs> maybe there's method to the madness now with train schedules in the United States. What? Always you know? being wrong? <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like, we got it so right. We were like the French and the Italians, and then all they do is figure out where we are, and they loosen sections of tracks, and they fucking rob the shit out of us because we're on time. <laughs> like, there's something to be said for that, I think. I don't know. I think it's kind of funny. Again, Anyhow, predictability. It follows a predetermined path on a predetermined schedule. Yeah. You just know, it. because of that particular robbery, uh, it killed two people, right? Yeah. So it, it like, this is sad. So they disabled a part of the tracks. In this, this, I guess, you know, my notes here show that it's, you know, that right in the area of a blind curve. Yeah. And the thieves used a rope, right? So they dislodged the tracks, right? They cause this locomotive like to derail and like topple into a ditch. They 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 kill the engineer from what I'm reading and like badly injure somebody else, right? Yeah. And the rest of the cars are just like launched, like just smashed, like toppled over, right? It it's it's sad because I guess, you know, they they jump on the train and they think they're going after like a large cache of gold bullion. Yeah, it turn, turns out it was a couple thousand bucks. <laughs> yeah, 2K, like two grand. Yeah. Right? So, the, the, But then they had to improvise, right? Yeah, so they rob all the fucking people on the train. Like, this just gets like, okay, you, you get there and you, you, you know, this, this is not, how are you, how is your reputation as a folk celebrity, celebrity criminal? You killed somebody. You, you, you you miscalculate. You get the train schedule right. You miscalculate how much gold bullion you're gonna get. You know you count the cash, and you're like, you know, screw that. We're just gonna rob everybody on the train who just like barely barely survived. Like, I don't understand. It was because it, I I don't know. Like that just seems like rough. I mean a little bit, yeah. I don't know. And to me, it sounds like yeah. they were making lemonade out of lemons, right? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean. The whole, and this is the funny thing when you research these capers and robberies from, you know, years past, this whole, it's constant reference to gold bullion. Like, it's sort of like, what, what, what is it? Do you, I mean, I should have looked this up before, I, before we started recording, but are these bars of gold, Brandon? Do you know this? Yeah, generally speaking. Uh, okay. Which so makes sense. Bullion they, is they like a bar of gold. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. 
It's, exactly. curious it's, it's, it's very heavy. So you, at least a train, you could have somewhat armored up with guards and you're not like killing horses and whatnot at the time. You know, you, the sh- shit weighs a lot, like, which makes sense. Hold on. Stand by. For some reason, lost, uh, lost a connection here. You know, again, we're having, we're having audio and weather problems here. Are we back? Never left. Never left. Okay. So you want to punch and roll or do you want to keep rolling? (laughs) (laughs) We can, whichever you prefer. No, we'll keep rolling. It's just, you know, it is what it is. We got some limbs falling on trees. Minor technical difficulties in the middle of a winter storm. It'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Which not, you know, technical problems not caused by us. Amazingly enough here at the 14 questions. Yeah, it's more of a service outage problem than anything. Yeah, correct. So, you know, it's, it's kind of extraordinary to me. Like, okay, we're going to pull these tracks apart with ropes and tip the thing over and like jump on board and we can't find our stuff. So then we just rob people. It seems kind of, you know, sort of sad to me, but whatever (laughs) is what it is. If you're a train robber, you're a train robber. I feel a little disappointed. Yeah, I feel feel like in the heat of the moment, had I resolved to rob a train because I thought, you know, the spoils would be worth whatever it took to convince me to do that. And then it turned out it was a relative pittance. Yeah, you may go in for a penny, in for a pound. (laughs) Let's just rob everybody here. Like, you know, why not? It's not like you're going to do any less jail time, really. I mean, or, you know, get caught and you just run away, I guess. I don't know. It's very odd. Do you come across another? I got two other robberies, train robberies, I want to reference. Yeah, there was one of them. I don't know when. I remember the date on it. I did not make a note of it. But it was in the UK and some, it it was gold bullion again, oddly enough. And it left the station on one end and then uh, wasn't there on the other. Okay, no, this one, this one's actually, this was going to be like my, my second mention, mention as well. Although it's only ranked as three. Let me see if I can get to my, my notes here. So was that the one of the gang of 15? No, this was an inside job. So they had, they had like, oh, this is gotten yeah, access to, yeah, access to uh, the safe keys where the bullion was going to be stored on the train. They made wax yeah, castings actually, of the keys and then like meticulously handcrafted duplicates stowed away on the train dressed as, you know, Victorian gentlemen, as it were, and then hid in the luggage cart. Swapped the gold for lead or something of similar ilk and then just walked off with it in their luggage. So nobody even knew they'd been robbed until after the fact. Yeah, this was a, if it's a, if it's the same reference, I think it is. This is the Great Gold Robbery of 1855. That sounds about right. Where the, these guys, so what they did is the heist, it was discovered in Paris. So it kind of threw people off because they, they went back in to like unload, you know, you know, the bullion. And like half of it was like lead. And they were like, what, what went on here? And this was a, the, the train was actually traveling between, um, basically um, Britain and Paris. And I, I got into that too. Like they had made these, like they had, you know, forged the keys to wax and they were able to open these things up and like hide out and, and do a thing. And it all appeared like it simply vanished. 
This seems like a good, this is, this is sort of like more of a thoughtful caper, I think. Yeah. I would go with thoughtful caper. In, in my opinion, if you're going to do the deed, like it's better to have it orchestrated in such a way that nobody realizes it's happened. Correct. Because that buys you more time, right? Like if you rob a train, you roll up on horseback or however, people know it's being robbed. But after the fact, if it makes this hundreds of miles long journey and nobody's the wiser till this cargo gets dropped off wherever and whoever's kept the keys under lock and key opens up a yes. thing and goes, oh man. There's a lot more steps in that process because it had a point of origin. It was loaded on a train. It probably came off the train, was transported again. Uh, so that's a lot more to look into, I would think, than just, well, these guys showed up with guns on the train and took it. Like, that's that's a much better lead. Yeah, and it's, well, to the references here, this heist would have had been the perfect crime, right? They got away with the today's equivalent of... 1.5 million bucks. So that's not bad. Yeah. All in a I mean, day's yeah, work. That's right? not a bad take. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they got caught because one of the, one of the yeah. members of the gang that did it or a group that did it confessed to it because he got caught for another crime. Yeah. It was, it was like, that's kind of what I like to like read into. So what do they do after the fact? Right. Yeah. This you know, cause this one was clearly before the was invention of the phrase. Snitches get stitches, right? Right. <laughs> like, why would you dime your cohorts out because you got busted for doing something stupid on your own after the fact? Seems seems a little petty. Maybe he thought he was set up. Maybe they were trying to. I, maybe I, they were I, trying I to get know. him locked up so they could take his share of the uh, spoils from the train robbery. Who knows what really went down? Yeah. So I got one more I want to mention. Going with getting caught. And this is the great train robbery of 1963. This is the biggest robbery in British history, okay? A gang of th 15 thieves, okay, stole more than $7 million in banknotes. So today's equivalent is $60.5 That's a pretty good take. Yeah. They stole it from a Royal Mail train. Right. And, and this is the nice thing. They didn't, they didn't tip it over anything. They just, they like literally rigged a false red signal, you know, so it would stop. They'd be able to get on. They'd be able to do their thing. Sure. Yeah. And they, they, they escaped. Right. I mean, they got away with this, like going to like perfect crimes. Like they, they literally jumped on like waiting vehicles. They escape. Okay. They got the, you know, they go, they go hide out in a nearby farmhouse. Okay. <laughs> This is where it gets fun. So they were celebrating, right? I mean, you know, $60.5 million in today's money is a lot of money. Yeah, it's a big score. Playing, playing fucking Monopoly <laughs> with two and a half tons of the stolen cash, <laughs> right? You know, they get spooked. There's police in the area, right? The men eventually, you know, they, 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 they divide the loot up. Like, they run away. Like, but basically they get discovered because their fingerprints are on the fucking Monopoly board and they leave, like, money everywhere. Like, they're, in, they're just trying to hide out for a few days playing Monopoly with the real live money. 
and 12 of them out of the 15 were eventually caught and sentenced sentenced to a total of 307 years in prison. <laughs> That's a hell of a monopoly game which, right there. Which points back to the fact that no monopoly game ever leads to anything good. Ever. Correct. Ever. Yeah, you don't nobody's yeah. ever played that game and it's had a just sound delightful outcome where everybody went that was a lot of fun. Ever. Well, because you can't sell anything at the end, can you? <laughs> yeah. I mean, for like real money. I mean, they were obviously, if they, you know, maybe they were playing for real money. Like, this is how we're going to, maybe that was their whole thing. We're going to set the Monopoly board down. We got this, we got millions of dollars and we're going to sort this out for over the next several days. And whoever gets the most amount of money, that's how we're going to divvy it up. That'd be kind of fair. I mean, I would say I there's think. some honor in that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, other than that, they got caught <laughs> with heaps of evidence, apparently fingerprints everywhere. Yeah, no, and it doesn't in hindsight probably wasn't the best idea. You know, maybe yeah. find a place to stash the money and then hide out yourselves. So you have some plausible yeah. deniability of, oh, no, we're just down here. We get together in, for a week every year. We're all old friends. We play yeah. Monopoly and get drunk, you know. But yeah. And play with the fake money. Yeah, I mean, it could have you been know I mean? like, representative of the real money. You didn't actually right. have to use the real money, but apparently they did. Like so, yeah. So, yeah, do you want to take a quick break and then we'll talk about the most, I'm going to call this, um, well, is it a lazy heist? It's sort of just sort of like a, hmm, I don't know. I'll, I'll describe it after the break. The, but, but the most recent train robbery. That yeah, yeah. We'll get into that after happening. a break. So without further ado, right. we'll be right back. Anyhow, I had a couple of technical difficulties. I'm sure, you know, the engineer will be able to clean this up between, you know, now and when this goes out. But, uh, you know, it's a Tuesday. Technical Tuesday. That's what I'm going to call it. That's what we called it last time we recorded on a Tuesday. It was Technical Difficulty Tuesday. No tacos, like no tequila, just technical mm -hmm. problems. Which rear their ugly head from time, from time to time in podcast land. But they also rear their head from time to time when people get on trains with valuable things. Well, here, here's the thing. So we're, we're going from, <laughs> we'd like covering like heists in like, you know, art and like, you know, gold bullion and millions of dollars. And not that this isn't millions of dollars, but this is not that, uh, I, I like most recently, okay, so I'm going to, like, the Associated Press reports out January 17th, 2022, it's 6.13 p.m., okay, out of Los Angeles, this cargo train stuff that's been going on. Like, these people, this is, this is not a sexy crime, people. This is just, this is, this just hurts my feelings. Like, have you seen any of the pictures, Brandon, of, the, of what's going on here? 
I have not. Oh my God. It's, it's like sections of the tracks. Okay. In Los Angeles. So, you know, I'll, I'll get to the different shipping companies and stuff, but these trains, you know, as we said at the top of the show, we're going to talk about like supply chain and, you know, some other stuff. So they get shit wherever they need to get it from. They put it in container units, they load it onto trains and these trains, you know, they park or they do whatever they're doing. And I guess they just today or just the other day realize that there's like this sea of debris, right? It, it looks like this, this one reporter was like, it looks like the tornado hit. It's just nothing but boxes mm. upon boxes, upon boxes, upon, and there's this section of railroad and packages, you know, they could, obviously you can identify the boxes or Amazon, you know, REI, like, you know, the stuff people have paid for. They've been waiting weeks for. Well, not the and Amazon people have packages. Just been, They've been waiting 36 hours. Yeah. So, you know, fast enough, but it's extraordinary. So they basically discover that like this, this, these people have been like, oh, these, these trains full of free shit are showing up. And these are, these, some of these things are very important, you know, COVID tests, you know, stuff that people need. And, you know, we've got enough supply train chain problems. And now we have, you know, robbing bandits in the middle of like the downtown, I guess, like Lincoln Park area of California. It's extraordinary to me. Yeah. It's very sad, but it's also unsurprising. It is sad. I mean, I don't think criminals have ever been really uh, considerate of the feelings of the general populace uh, when they engage. When I get it. In in said criminal activity, so... Yeah, and these are all of them are just these are sad stories. Whether or not that's that's the the people on the other end, or whether or not it's the people, you know, some of the people are desperate for stuff right now, so they're robbing things and and doing a thing, and then they don't get to the people that are intended to, and yada yada. It, it is kind of it's a it's a it it's sort of a, it's a sad story. Other than they know what's going on, and I don't know, but definitely, you know, I'm not sure where we're going to leave it on a, on a on a nice note, you know, today recording, other than the last time we covered stuff getting stolen in California, what was it? Pistachio nuts? There was pistachios or cashews, I think that. Cashews, yeah. They were, the organized crime was knocking off. Now, what you know, to that I say, that's nuts. But, uh, (laughs) yeah. Dare you. You know, yeah, people, uh, like I'm not a big fan of people that steal packages off of porches and things during the holidays and whatnot. So to do an no. entire train of it, well, that just frustrates me. Well, and this was just like it. It looks like it was just straight up looting onesies and twosies. It's a, it's. I mean, maybe some of it was coordinated. I haven't read deep enough into it because it. It you know basically what happened was maintenance crews. The thing derailed because there's so much debris. And basically that's just all the extra, you know, boxes and packaging because, you know, cardboard isn't in short supply right now, strewn everywhere. Yeah. And people are just like, they're opening up the, like the, 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 the gift train, like, you know, and the yeah. things just see, spilling. I don't see know. what's on there. Yeah. 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 That's very frustrating. Well, well again, also, and it's sad. 
if it was a if it was a crime, maybe it started this way. Maybe some of it has been not out of desperation. You know what I mean? Where people are doing a thing and not like just random looting. Like again, if it was, it was smart and they like, you know, they, they heisted and they made off with, I don't know, 30 rail cars. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. We'd we'd follow them and be like, yeah, you did a thing, but this is just sort of sad. Like, especially when you, you know, and it would make me happy if if you found out after the fact that there was like one really valuable thing, somebody went and then the rest was just the aftermath and not crimes of opportunity essentially, which you know, crimes, crimes of necessity, I can be a little more sympathetic towards, but crimes of mm-hmm. opportunity, it, me too. Like, you're, just, you're just a shit bag. Like if, if you need to steal so your family can eat, that's one thing. But if you need to steal because the opportunity's there, you're just a shitty person. Well, and I think that the, the thing that's not lost on me is. Okay, if you got to if you got to feed a family, you got to do something. So you 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 grab something off a store shelf. Okay, there's five more things on that store shelf, right? So okay, but, you know whatever. Like you, you're you had to do a thing, but if you're doing a thing, and it's already been purchased because the other person, you know, they've bought it and and maybe they need it. There's there's like direct like direct victimization there. Just that's why it makes it so sad to me. Yeah. I mean, they, well, for you the know, most part, all of those items will be replaced because there's, there's an obligation to the seller to give I mean, it to the purchaser. Theory. Right. Um, right. So other than the cost of time, the end user isn't necessarily <coughs> affected. Um, so, you know, one would hope doesn't make it any less of an asshole thing to do, but no, no, you know, stick it, stick Anyhow, it. To the so N- NPR, right? <laughs> yeah, well, it, whatever. Right. And we all end up paying for the stuff, but uh, yeah, NPR did a thing with uh, Mary Louise Kelly and uh, Jonica Metha. I think I'm getting her name wrong. Probably um, January 17th, 2022. But it's kind of the other thing that's shocking with this is that some of the photojournalism, it's like, how did no one notice what was going on? Like, it's just, it's extraordinary. Like when you, when you Google some of the stuff and you see it, it's like, it literally, it it looks like there was like, I don't know, like a hurricane and the ships that are carrying all the goods around the world just, just exploded on each other. Did a thing. I mean, maybe yeah. maybe it all happened under the cover of darkness, and then that was the, you know, aftermath in the morning light kind of thing. No, this had been multiple. It's over 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 time. Like it's it's been an ongoing thing. Yeah, hmm. and I guess the the debris built up enough where it was like, what's all this? Damn, there's a, no one's cleaning up the garbage, and then, oh, one of our one of our trains actually, you know, got off the rails slightly because it's trying to push through all this debris. Like, very interesting. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to have to do a little more reading on that. See if I can't wrap my yeah. head around the whole thing. Like, who didn't notice? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess a wonder. few boxes like, shook off this thing. Yeah, who, it does make was, you wonder. Who was getting paid to turn a blind eye here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm trying to look down these uh, notes here. Yeah, just... 
like thousands upon thousands of abandoned packages along the Union Pacific train tracks of Los Angeles. Like signaling large scale cargo theft. So this, I, I, you know, my understanding of this is this wasn't like a one-time thing. It was like, oh, did a thing. Oh, that was easy. You know, yeah. do how it do you again, do a thing? Do well, you know, do it again, do it again. And it's, you know, and then it got to like, oh, what the hell is going wrong here? You know, yeah, no, who, I, who I, wasn't I, cleaning I, up the I, tracks? I, yeah. You got my hamster running in his little wheel. So I'm going to have to get yeah. into the thing a little bit more and see. What what kind of deals, or not deals, but details come together? I guess it's, this is what happens when people aren't traveling around on trains with gold bullion in their pockets. <laughs> we rob Amazon packages. Silly. But, hey, you, you, know, you never know. know. You never know what you're going to get. Is it 18 oh, rolls? You got anything of- else on this? Well, toilet paper would have been a thing, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, some other stuff. Or or a brand new Xbox. Who knows? Who knows? The sky's knows? the limit when you grab those Amazon packages. It's it's like Correct. a mystery mystery grab bag in them. In the best and yeah. worst sense. <laughs> you know. Even when they arrive on our front porch, I'm like, who bought this? Was it was it yeah. my wife? Was it Is me? It my name, my wife's Do name. I rip it? The mistress. The who knows? <laughs> yeah. Who knows? And what, and what might the box contain? Interesting. We got any updates for anybody? We gonna, What are we going to talk about next? We got some other interesting topics that we're going to circle There's back There's a few things on. in the pipeline that are definitely going to be interesting once we get around I to did, talking um, about them. I did actually purchase AirTags. So if anybody's listened to that episode, we did a thing on AirTags, but... Now that I've actually purchased some air tags, I'm gonna, you know, that and some smart light bulbs, a few other things. You know, yeah, not yeah, that yeah. I couldn't do, you know, not that I didn't understand them, but I actually wanted to touch some of these things and use them and, you know, put one on Teddy the dog to track him, you know, which, you know, which is kind of fun because that's what you use these things for. But, uh, and the light bulbs are cool. You were right on the light bulbs. I've only got a few now, but I think yeah, no more. smart smart light we, bulbs. Everybody should have them, and if they don't, they don't know what they're missing out on. Correct. But then we should do we'll we'll do a whole deal on like smart things, and then you know how the, the best way or or the ways that you know you've done it or I've done it, you know, to like integrate a thing in the house, and maybe some of the listeners have done something fancier. But oh yeah, we could get into that. Um, God knows, I've been through multiple iterations of multiple things at times before I landed on, ah, this is the, this is the thing or the way. Well, and at first when you brought that stuff up to me, I was like, ah, I don't really need, that sounds excessive. Like who needs that? But when you start to like go down the rabbit hole and you read about them and the, the, the savings and you know, the fact that they're going to be, you know, you buy a thing and it lasts seven years and just what it does to the environment in your internal environment, not just the environment. It's, it's kind of extraordinary. Like, you know, I think they're, they're selling this stuff as a little too fancy luxury instead of, you know, this stuff can actually be kind of really, really nice to just have around. And yeah, it, no, it'd be great. It, it correctly uses an amount of electricity or it, you know, it makes sure that, you know, things are, 
correct. Like there's a lot more uses outside of luxury. I think sometimes this stuff gets sold obviously, cause that's where it starts, you know, sort of luxury versus there's a lot of practicality to some of this stuff that makes sure, sense yeah. for a lot of reasons. And especially so, when it comes yeah. to the smart bulbs, you know, I, I haven't done an actual component cost breakdown, but I, I think the prices could be adjusted and still be profitable. Um, which, you know, I, I understand you'd have to ramp up manufacturing to accommodate, you know, more volume that way. Uh, so that may be a consideration as well. Um, but there's no reason these things shouldn't be accessible. Uh, and I think they price them kind of based on the luxury as well as um, the longevity of the product. You know, or expected longevity. Yeah. To where they go, hey, if you're going to buy this many light bulbs over this many years, we might as well just charge you what you would pay up front. Um, but I think, you know, again, in the grand scheme of things, bring the price down, half it, or get close to half, and then everybody would adopt these things. There's just no reason not to. No, and there's kind of something, you know, you don't have to worry about, like, okay, am I, you know, am I turning them off? Am I turning them on so they're on full or they're awful you know you can you can set them they, they can be like if somebody's not in the room they you know people have seen this in in public restrooms and stuff you walk in the lights come on you walk out the lights go off i mean i, I think there's an abundance when you when you force multiply that across things there's some abundance of like non-luxury reasons to consider some of this you know acquisition now because i think we're beyond just the early early adopters right so yeah, I would agree with that too. Well, cool. Well, anyhow, not to tease a thing up too much, but uh, you yeah, want to leave it say, there before for this we week? veer too far off topic. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> we only do from time to time. <laughs> We've been known. Yes. Anyhow, till next time. Until next time. Got questions? Need answers? Find them on the 14 Questions Podcast. Welcome to our podcast, where we, along with our frequent guests, will be answering your questions regarding a wide variety of topics, including current events, lifestyle, politics, and of course, popular culture. The 14 Questions Podcast is brought to you by Pubhouse Media and Dive Pod Productions. Be sure to find us on the web at 14questions.org, on Twitter at The14Questions, look us up on Facebook at 14Questions, and of course, find us wherever you find your favorite podcasts. back to the 14 questions we had to uh, take a quick break there you know to review my notes anyhow are we good
coming back in, talking about uh, train robberies and such. Train robberies. So before the break, you 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 said you were gonna. You had one more you wanted to talk about, and this one's pretty recent, the, look, right? The most recent one, yeah, absolutely. So this was just in the last. Hold on, standby, Brand. Stop. Hold the fuck on. What? My pro, my MacBook Pro just went dead. <laughs> that that's Jesus not conducive. Right. Not conducive to. Uh, Recording your side of the of the podcast. Or reading my show notes. Yeah, those should be on your iPad. Why do you have the damn thing? Well, no, because I get the website to reference and my notes on iPad. How I do with that? I think it's bad like that. Fun times. Fun times. Yeah. And that's when Bluetooth runs out of distance. <laughs> 